Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Common sense. It's not so common anymore. That's why we need Scott Inez more than ever. It's time for Inez Says. I welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. You can find the podcast there in Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can find it right there in the WDBO app. You can also find me on the radio every single weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. Right there on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. And you can stream us outside of Orlando right there in the WDBO app. How long? How long have we been talking about a potential red wave in the midterm elections? Well, it was not exactly a red wave nationally last night. As of the taping of the Inez Says podcast today, Republicans will likely take over the U.S. House. That is not official yet. The U.S. Senate is still very much a jump ball. Senate races have not been called in states like, yeah, you could probably guess them, Wisconsin, Arizona, Nevada, and Georgia. However, while we did not see that red wave across the nation, it was a tsunami-fueled tidal wave what happened here in the state of Florida on Tuesday night. Two major races, the governor's race and the Senate race, were absolute no contest. Governor Ron DeSantis trouncing his Democrat opponent, Charlie Crist, by nearly 20 points in that election, while Senator Marco Rubio wins big over Democrat challenger Val Demings by some 17 points. Let's go back to the governor for a moment, okay? Think about where Ron DeSantis was four years ago in 2018, barely beating Andrew Gillum. By the way, where are you now, Andrew? And here Ron DeSantis is, the most popular governor in the country, winning by a record, again, nearly 20 percentage points. Why? I know that's what a lot of folks are asking around the country. Why did Ron DeSantis blow Charlie Chris doors off? It's because he bet on himself. Ron DeSantis bet on himself having the common sense to take on the lunacy of the left. He stood up to the media. He stood up to the establishment. He stood up to a woke culture gone mad. He stood up to Disney and other corporations who have bought into this woke nonsense. And I think that you can say Ron DeSantis is the guy mainly responsible for the astounding sea change that we have seen in the state of Florida. Really, it's happened over the last two years. If I were to tell you that Ron DeSantis, a Republican, would take Miami-Dade County over his Democrat challenger before it happened last night, you would have labeled me a lunatic. Heck, Ron DeSantis even took Osceola County, and we'll look at those two counties coming up. But here we are, two years into this sea change in Florida, and because of mainly Ron DeSantis and people moving to the free state of Florida, you have the red tsunami that we saw last night across the Sunshine State. Here's the governor from last night. Today is the culmination of the 2022 fall elections, but in reality, Americans have been voting for many years now. They've been voting with their feet. And the results of that behavior 
has been just as stark as our landslide victory today. States and cities governed by leftist politicians have seen crime skyrocket. They've seen their taxpayers abused. They've seen medical authoritarianism imposed, and they've seen American principles discarded. The woke agenda has caused millions of Americans to leave these jurisdictions for greener pastures. Now this great exodus of Americans, for those folks, Florida, for so many of them, has served as the promised land. We, we have embraced freedom. We have maintained law and order. We have protected the rights of parents. We have respected our taxpayers, and we reject woke ideology. We fight the woke in the legislature. We fight the woke in the schools. We fight the woke in the corporations. We will never, ever surrender to the woke mob. Florida is where woke goes to die. Love the line, where woke goes to die. Let's go ahead and break the governor's race down here, looking all over the state. Florida has 67 counties, all right, 67. Of those 67 counties, Charlie Crist took five of those counties, five of 67 counties. Palm Beach County, he took orange, of course. Chris took orange, 215,000 votes to 187,000. He took Alachua. He took Leon and Gadsden counties in northwest Florida. That's it. That's it. So Ron DeSantis took 62 out of 67 counties. And DeSantis wins Miami-Dade. A Republican has not won in Miami-Dade in 20 years since Jeb Bush. DeSantis wins 393,000 votes to 312,000 for Charlie Crist. And look at Osceola County here in Central Florida. Osceola County. It is a county that went heavily for Joe Biden in 2020. But here we are just two years later, and Osceola goes red, believe it or not. 54,000 votes to 47,000 for Charlie Crist. Now, there is a large Puerto Rican population in Osceola County. That is a voting block that Democrats have dominated in the past. But again, Osceola goes for Ron DeSantis. By the way, Marco Rubio won in Osceola as well, 51,000 to 49,000 votes. So, yes, there was a red tidal wave in the state of Florida on election night. What does that tell me? Well, it tells me that Ron DeSantis is going to run for president, if I didn't already know that before, right? But he's he's running for president. Whether that's in two years or six, he's got the mandate now from the state of Florida to do so. It also tells me that Hispanic voters, and by the way, this is not a homogenous group, okay? But look at, again, Osceola County. I never thought it was possible that both Ron DeSantis and Marco Rubio take Osceola because it's 56% Hispanic. Again, many Puerto Rican people in Osceola, traditionally Democrat voters, but it goes red. That, to me, is just as surprising as Miami-Dade going red as well. Miami-Dade, of course, has a large Cuban-American population, and customarily Cuban-Americans vote Republican. And I think what also resonates with these Hispanic voters and others around Florida are the tremendous failures of the Democrat Party. It is a party that just has not listened 
to the American people over the last nearly two years. The American people have been screaming, it's the economy, stupid. It's the economy, stupid. Inflation is still the number one issue And Democrats have tried to make it about abortion, about climate change and other social issues like the woke culture and pronouns and that kind of nonsense. Democrats made huge mistakes, huge mistakes here in Florida, huge mistakes all over the country. Now, they're not going to pay for those mistakes like I thought they would around the nation. But Florida voters, they saw right through it. And what we're seeing right now is perhaps the quickest political shift that I have ever seen. Thanks to the popularity of this governor, Ron DeSantis, and his policies through COVID, keeping Florida free, thanks to his common sense approach, thanks to the Democrats' lurch to the left, we are seeing a seismic political shift here in Florida. Yup, thanks in part to Ron DeSantis, the Sunshine State has become a dead red state. That's going to wrap it up for the Inez Says Podcast. Appreciate you being here today. Make sure you join me on the radio each and every morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time.